Hi, everybody. This is Tracy Malone, and this is a teaching video to teach you how to process your memories with one of my new journals. They are both the same. They just have different covers. And I'm making this to put on my website, Narcissist Abuse Support, to show people how you process a memory with this new tool that I've built. So before we start on my memory processing, um, I want to talk about the fact that each one of these books is broken down into idealized, devalued, discard with instructions about the feelings you may have had, the behaviors you might have seen, the tactics that were used on you in these stages. So we take all of that and we put it together with the memory, right? That's the part you have, your story, your chapter, if you would. So um, these books are intended for you to pick up when a memory comes into your head. It doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm going to sit down. You could sit down and start from beginning to end, but that's not how memories and triggers come into our head. What they do is they come in when we're about to go to bed and all of a sudden the, the memories come flooding into you, right? So you pick up your pen, you write down, yeah, I'm going to bed right now, but I want to come back to this memory and you process it tomorrow or you start and wherever you are, let me figure this one out. It's a demystification process, if that's possible, to sit there and take what you had happened, assign it and understand the tactics that were used, the feelings and everything else, so that you can release some of that, the guilt and the shame of the stories. So, and the confusion, right? Confusion is such an important part here. So um, in my making of these journals, I had a whole bunch that say not for resale because they were my samples, right? So I made one special, they who shall not be named. And I started by just memories that would come in, little bing, bing, bing. And I was like, okay, that's a good one. I'll come back later. I'll come back later. And then I sat down and I, I actually got triggered not triggered like an emotional oh no trigger but a memory was triggered from watching a, a horse show there was a show with horses on it and i went oh that horse memory that's interesting right so this was a horse memory and how the the layout of the book goes is you sort of set the scene so where was i um i'm in bariloche argentina and who am i with i'm with x y and z and um you know just how did we get there what are we doing there or again you set the stage for whatever the memory is because that helps put some of the pieces together like that might seem inconsequential but it does all start to add up as you process this emotion and this story this chapter right this little tiny event if we do this to all of our memories we release them we do not hold on to the pain that they have caused us in the past so we're on this horse story we're in argentina um i'm definitely with my in-laws who traveled there with their own cowboy hats and cowboy boots and i'm just setting the stage for you so they came there to horseback ride we were on an island that had one hotel i called it the shining hotel it was like huge and beautiful but there was only one other couple there so it was like very ghost-like very shining um and so they came to, to ride horses and my history was i didn't like horses so much i grew up in upstate new york summers and i rode all the time 
But my last memory of that was in my 20s when we had gone out for a three hour ride and we got to a, a river stream and my horse bucked and I fell off, but my foot didn't. So my foot was dragged through next to the horse as he's bucking up against me in the stream, dragging me through the stream, bopping me through the rocks. The, the leader obviously had to come back and get me and get me out of the water, calm the horse down, take the reins and get me back on that horse, sopping wet. Late October, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was freezing and I still had an hour and a half ride to go back. So really, I didn't want to go on horses too much. So here we are back in Bariloche. That's the history of what's going on. I'm setting the stage for you, right? So the history is that I, I didn't really want to go on horses. And the whole entire vacation, we weren't allowed to go. There was too much wind. There was too much this. There was rain. I don't know. We couldn't go. But it was the last day. And my in-laws and my ex convinced me to face my fears. I said, no, no, please. I'll just stay here. You guys go. Have a good time. Take my kid. I don't care. I just don't want to go on the horses. And they pressured me. And we'll talk about the tactics in a few minutes. But they made me go. And they said it was just an hour long ride. So there they are in their cowboy hats and their boots and we're out for seven hours. It wasn't an hour long ride. And um, I was crying. My horse knew I was upset. He bucked a lot. He sped up. He stopped moving. I mean, typical horse stuff. And I, I'm not stupid to know that's not what I should expect from a horse. But that is basically what happened was it was a horrible thing. And um, we get to this field at the end and or I, it was really not quite the end. It was about three quarters of the way through. And there's it's this beautiful field on the water with several tables with red and white gingham tablecloths and little men with white, you know, towels off their wrists waiting to wait on us and have a whole meal for us sitting there. It was a mess. I had been crying for all these hours and nobody seemed to give a shit. I was in trouble and getting yelled at, called a baby, but I was scared to death and they just didn't care. This memory has haunted me for so long. So I journaled about it and you write down what happened, what was said, all the different details. And I gave you just a little snippet there. But as I looked at it, the part that's beautiful about these journals is that once you put it together, all the instructions come for you to process it and what tactics were used. So in this one story, they didn't honor my boundary. They used guilt to control me. They name called me. They had no empathy for my fear, which was quite real. Um, they lied to me and said it was an hour long ride. And then they gaslit me and said, we never said that. Um, they turned me into the bad guy. They blamed me. They were cruel and they were heartless. So those are just the tactics, right? Now it's like, okay, how did I feel? Well, and again, you got the list in the front of the book. I was powerless. I was unheard. I was blamed. I was disrespected. I couldn't speak up. I was ignored. I was controlled. I felt unsafe. I felt trapped. I felt frustrated. I felt unloved. And I felt like the bad guy. One memory. That's a lot of shit. No wonder it bothers me. Um, what did I learn from this, right? We have to look at that when we write down a memory. What did I learn? Well, I learned that this was a pretty torturous event for me and that I was completely invalidated and um, 
And I really think it was the beginning of the end. Um, I have another topic here. What shocked me the most, right? What shocked me the most was putting it down on paper and then connecting those dots, right? As a coach, I connect other people's dots for them. That's that, that's this, that's this, right? So connecting them to it um, was, was horrifying. But I also saw that this story that I was holding on to, and again, I don't go around telling people this all the time, but in my mind, this story made me the victim. I was the victim, but the way I was telling it, the way I would tell it to you, the way I put it in here, I'm a victim of, of what's going on, right? So another thing I learned and shocked me the most was that they did it in front of my son. No empathy for me or how this would affect our relationship. He's seeing his mother cry for seven hours, and I don't think he'd ever seen that in all of his years. So it was probably, you know, pretty bad. Um, I also saw and compared it to the treatment that I'd seen them do to my sister-in-law. This was exactly what they did to her all the time. I didn't put those two pieces together. Then the next prompt is, what am I holding on to in this story? Well, holding on to who does that? And, um, you know, who tolerates that? If you think about it, why did I get on the horse? Why did I feel that pressure? Why did I allow it to happen? There's so many things that I would never do today, but in that codependent, people-pleasing fear state, I did. I got on that horse. Um, and uh, let's see, I'm grateful that I am, um, I was blind, but now I see. And then it breaks down to um, how do I change the story, right? Instead of the 14 pages of processing that one memory of this is what happened, blah, 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 helps to get that out. You want to get that stuff out, right? But once I processed the memory, I need to condense it. I need to rephrase it, if you would, right? Rephrasing it puts you in a place not to be the victim. So I had several different versions. As I wrote, I was like another paragraph. And I'm like, still a little bit too much this, still a little too much of that. So I'll tell you how I extracted it. My last two horseback riding adventures weren't too much fun. I gave up horseback riding and now have a world of things that I am learning that I love more than horseback riding. Hey, completely different stories. I still know all the crap that happened, but I'm not holding on to that. I have to remember, oh yeah, basically that's what I learned, summarized into two sentences. Um, the next question, which I just gave away, was what else did I learn? I learned I had no boundaries. I learned I lived in fear. I learned I was um, resisting being the Stepford wife and falling into line. I didn't realize I was doing that until I journaled about it. Um, I learned that I have to honor myself and stand up for myself. And I learned that I was an emotional basket case because they provoked me. This isn't me. This was something that um, they invalidated me, they belittled me, they pressured me, they guilted me. And that is why that Tracy came out of the box. That's not the Tracy. This is, I don't cry. I don't like walk around the street. Whoa, that's not me. Well, why that day? And, and let go of some of the guilt, right? Um, let's see what else. I learned that I'm grateful to be free. And um, I wasn't being gaslit. I'm sorry, yeah, I wasn't being sensitive. I was being gaslit, right? 
that's all that that like the bottom line was you're too sensitive you're too this you're too that not like a devalue statement so that goes into the section that is this is weird this isn't normal like the love bombing stage that we have we've got all these wonderful memories and we need to remember them but we need to process them too because there might have been lying there might have been gaslighting there might have been things into those memories when we pull them back out that make it really clear as to what went on in that specific event right if you start to journal like this it is not like you know my journal of hey dear diary today i did this and i was with my friends that's diarying <laughs> what it is it's not journaling journaling with a purpose targeted healing journals are what we need to process this stuff and all of it is based on the things i tell my clients to help them feel that they have the tools to process all the crazy things that happened in their life of narcissistic abuse we have the idealize the devalue and the discard different stories different memories but when we put the pieces together and we connect the dots life changes we no longer hold that shame this is not intended for you to rehash and bring things up people are like i don't want to look at that stuff anymore well if it's ruminating and bouncing in your head you may not want to consciously but your mind is pinging you please learn this please process this so you can find my books on amazon and um, you can find this one on barnes and noble and this amazon's got both of them they are exactly the same they just have different covers and um i will put the link down below and again this is going on my website to help people who are looking at the description and how it can help them so for the youtubers for the podcasters please visit my website narcissistabusesupport.com to learn more about this or you can see the link down below if you're on youtube this is tracy malone i hope that helped it's all about processing the story and rewriting the story you have the crayons to rewrite the story you just didn't know you did yet so let's see if you can go get that journal and start tracking things for 21 bucks it's color so they made it be more expensive you could process your entire relationship as the memories come and put them into the places where they are you're gonna have a big picture at the end it may be a book but it may just be a whole lot of processing and it may be a lot of release and letting go. This is Tracy Malone, hope that helped, and I'll see you again soon.